Hello, I'm Elise McDonald. I'm Lauren Suzuki. And this is A Love Letter 2. Where we write a conversational love letter to our favorite things from pop culture. Grab your stationery and let's begin. This week, our love letter is to... The, the 1975. 1975. So, Lauren is... This is kind of an episode where Lauren's going to really take the lead on this one. Um, I am a fan and a supporter, but... Well, no... I don't know if I'm a fan. I'm definitely a supporter, but Lauren is the real fan here. Oh, yeah. So I heard you did something this past Saturday. Oh, yeah. I went to the 1975 concert. And before we get too far into this, I would like to give the disclaimer that um, the band, specifically Maddie Healy, the lead, is known to be a bit problematic. So just, you know, we don't... I support the art, not the artist. Very much art versus artist here. Um, and I will kind of touch on that topic as we get into it, but just before we get started, wanted to get that out of the way. Um, so the 1975, I went to their concert, but to take it back to day one. Day um, one. Day one. Um, I originally got into them through Conan Gray. We made an episode on Conan Gray, and I talked about how I've watched like every single YouTube video of his. Like I was a really, really big fan. King. And so he loved the 1975. So naturally, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to find out about these guys. Um, and he's done a few covers of them. So listen to those, got into them. And then quarantine hit. And every time I do like my like math, this was when I was living in Canada as well. Every time I was like doing my math homework or whatever, like my assignments, I'd always have the 1975's performance at O2 Arena um, on in the background. And that was like a concert that was recorded specifically by like Vivo, Vevo, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. um, or the BBC or something. So it was really high quality, and I like I just listened to that all the time. Um, and so then this concert, I got like you know the special email from Spotify being like, hey, like we know you're fans, so here's like the code for their like presale. And I debated about giving them because I was like, okay, I'm, I'm I really love the music, not the greatest people from what I understand. Um, so I don't know if I want to kind of stand by that. Um, but then come to find out that after this. This was the Seattle show was their last concert before a quote unquote indefinite hiatus. What? Yeah. Good thing you went. Yeah. So I'm really glad I went. And um, I also kind of like discovered a bit there as well, because like I was saying how they're it's known to be a little bit problematic. So let, let me set the scene. OK. There I am at the concert and there's like the lower level. This is at. um uh climate pledge arena Mm -hmm. and there's a lower level where they have like merch and stuff and so i'm walking around i'm seeing the merch um wondering if i should buy something once again kind of feeling torn because it's like i love this band but do i want to like continue to support them with kind of like everything that's in the news Mm -hmm. um but you know i ended up getting a bag which i thought was funny because it said one side said the 1975 and the other said not a fan but um, so I, they definitely do know their audience in that way. They have a bag that says not, not a fan. Um, and I think that might've been, that sold out the quickest for sure. Whoa. Um, but they also had a hat that said, make the 1975 political again. And I was like, oh my gosh, like nobody's going to buy that. Like, why would they sell it? That's so dumb. Then concert starts. It's songs that, you know, I know I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I. Uh, so if you've been on the internet, you know that there's, this whole thing where Maddie Healy, the lead of the band, will say like something controversial, and then the g- guitar will like cut him off. Right. Wait, let me let me preface that 
if you've been on the if you've been on the internet, you probably won't know about it, Lauren. This is a very niche topic. It, oh, oh, really? I okay. Yeah, it's not. It's okay. not widespread so, okay. and known. Okay, I thought it was, but anyway, it's, it's the maybe just my corner of the internet. But yes. um, basically, Maddie Healy, the lead, will say something like, "Oh, like Asian people," and then the guitar will cut him off. <laughs> And yeah, and so everyone's like, oh my gosh, this guy's like crazy. Like, he's like so like crazy in his band. Like, they know what they're doing. Like, they're cutting him off. He says at the show, like, you guys, like, this is our last show. And like, before the song, I always say something controversial just to like stir the pot. But like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I'm just kind of done. And then he's like, well, anyway, transgender people. And then the guitar goes in. So then, at that moment, I was like, "Oh is my it like gosh!" A joke. It's a bit. It's staged every single time, and we're just too caught up in the internet to realize that it's a bit. And also, but he's so he's, but he still is a horrible person. Yeah, he still is outside of that. So everything I'm saying right now is just commentating on the stage performance on that. Nothing on his actual person, just from what I do that like to get more publicity well okay well let me walk you through it because there's this song called love it if we made it one of my personal favorites and this was made during either first term or i think it was second term of trump um going into that and the song is like riffing on trump and it's making fun of him and it'll go through his quotes of like all the things he said like the thank you kanye very cool or like i moved on or like uh um all these quotes he said and just like basically the thesis of the song is like you know, if the thing, the way things are going, like, I'd love it if we made it out alive, basically. Okay. So it's very much a commentary on feeling scared about the second term of the Trump presidency mm-hmm. um, and being like, if someone's saying, like, all these, like, really misogynistic and awful things, like, how how are we going to make it out? Yeah. Um, I'd love it if we made it. And then, like, the second line of the song says, saying controversial things just for the heck of it. Um. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, it all makes sense. How could I have been so, like, blinded by the Internet? Just, I mean, once again, just on their stage performance, just on all this, not on their actual personalities. Um, But saying controversial things just for the heck of it, when, you know, that's what he was doing before the previous song is just starting off with these things and then having the guitar cut him off. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's this whole thing, just this whole bit to kind of mock kind of the like fragility of things these days I think okay. and also like I don't know I just found it so interesting because the internet totally like twisted it well and well I mean I it, think there has to be some oh yeah truth. I think there definitely is some truth to it but it's just kind of like I was very into you know the lore of the songs and I knew before this before like the whole thing of like their concert blowing up online of like you know love it if we made it is a song making fun of the Trump presidency they're, you know, very performative people, all that. And then all of a sudden the internet stuff took over and I was like, oh my gosh. And of course, you know, they've done, you know, the band, I can't say what they've done and haven't done in their personal lives, but I do know, I mean, just from the internet that maybe outside of his performance, Matty Healy is not the best person. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the stage performance note, I just found that so, so interesting because it just became so apparent that was it was all performance and it was all a bit and like that it was all just to make fun of the way things are today yeah so I think this band is very like from my perspective I mean for one confusing (laughs) um because they're doing this you know this like big statement political statement through this and 
you know, like acting like the good guys, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I think it just really highlights the complexity of musicians and their stage per- presence versus their actual personalities and just kind of how complex it really is and how that never really matches up. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, artists go to such lengths to present themselves as one way and continue that persona yeah. throughout. So I think this just really goes to show you, like, everything is not as it seems. Interesting. So I wanted to discuss, let's go through the actual music itself. Lauren, okay. what is your favorite song and favorite album? That is a really tough question. Um, I do have a playlist on my Spotify called My Favorite, the 1975 Tracks. Wow. Um, I do own the um, Being Funny in a Foreign Language CD in my car. Okay. Um, but I'd say just off of the note of me listening in quarantine the whole time, probably I Like It When You Sleep for... The, okay. well, the, it's called I Like It When You Sleep, but the whole name is I Like It When You Sleep for You Are So Beautiful Yet So Unaware of It. And I just... I think that's the one that I, like, listened to the most because it was, like, so many of the songs were on the performance I used to listen to all the time. Nice. And then favorite album? I just said that. Oh, that was the album. Yeah. Oh. Again, I'm not too <laughs> in the in the lore. I thought that was the favorite song. I was like, no, no, no. Wow. Um, From my perspective, you know, I've not, I've not done my studying on the 1975 but one thing I can say is I got them confused with coin. Oh, <laughs> um, my gosh. And they kind of sound very similar. Yeah, there is similarity. There. Like, extremely similar to the point where I thought it was the same the same band. Have you listened to Talk Too Much? I'm sure everyone kind of knows Talk Too Much by coin, right? Yeah. So, it's, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I similarity. Yeah, I love coin, Talk Too Much, Malibu 1972, once again, coin, my favorite, yeah, okay. the 1975 <laughs> Yeah, well, we can do another coin episode, so stay tuned for that. Stay but. tuned. Um, So let's do a little, like, role play. Like, I am the listener who doesn't know anything about it. What are the top rec- or top artists that they're like? In this instance, I am kind of like the audience listening. So, Lauren. Well, we do this every time, but I think coin was pretty on the nose. Yeah. Um, I think Inhaler, if you know them. Okay. Um, I think there's also influence from, like, The Cure, The Smiths, a lot of that okay. kind of alternative 80s, I 90s. I see it. It's kind of more like The Smiths with a little, like, pop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've been really into that genre of music. Yeah. I think The Cure is awesome, too. Um, but yeah, I think those, yeah, very much, like, it's pulling from... I, like, after this um, show and seeing their opener, Dora Jar, she was really great. Um, I think, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, we're entering the renaissance of rock and roll. Because the 1975, like, yes, they have their poppy songs, they have their, like, slower songs, but they ended off with this really, like, kind of almost, like, metal, really intense rock song called okay. People off of Notes on a Conditional Form, the album. Okay. Um, And it, they were just, like, raging. It was so, it was so cool because, it, like... This was the culmination of all of their music because, you know, mm-hmm. after the show, they're gone. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's... Oh, yeah. Also, circling back to what I was saying about Love It If We Made It, Maddie Healy introducing, I was like, so when an artist writes a song about, you know, like politics at the time or the time period or critique on something, it's supposed to age poorly. And this song, 
has aged poorly but aged gracefully at the same time because there are, you know, people take the lines in different ways. Like how he said, like, thank you, Kanye, very cool. It's been twisted a lot. And also the fact that Kanye is has become a really, well, increasingly obvious that Kanye is not a good person recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a Trump quote that he was kind of mocking. But I don't know. There, there's a lot to unpack there that I could go on for a while about. So I think, I th- yeah, the concert was really kind of like eye-opening to me. But and what was the highlight? Was was like the realization the highlight? I think so. But I think the concert was just like, I've seen a lot of people saying the same thing of like, you wake up the next day and you're like, oh my gosh, that was like a dream. Like it did not feel real because there's okay. like such a performance aspect to it. Like there's this whole thing like, that people like make fun of online how he has like a like dummy of himself that's like laying down in the fetal position that he poses next to like it's it's some of it's really strange some of it's really great like it just felt like unreal and then yeah. when we were walking out I ended up picking up some of uh or my friend's boyfriend's sister and her friend and we were walking out and like their tour bus drove by and like I made eye contact with the drummer and like oh. I like I we saw them leaving and they all looked kind of sad which was sad but do you think the dynamic within the band is bad I that's hard to say because you know there is stuff about them you know not being the best and the whole bit about the guitarist cutting off Maddie Healy and I also do wonder if that bit came from that genuinely happening but them just continuing with it because it was good it was press i think it would be i wouldn't be surprised if in like a couple years like one of the performers in the band comes out and says they were horrible oh no the i don't yeah, blah, 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 blah. i don't doubt that at all kind of like a victorious like i carly yeah. you know but yeah i don't know but i think it was interesting because they had one of the there's a girl in the band, usually it's just like the main four guys, but one of the girls who does backing vocals, mm-hmm. they had her take a whole song that's called Jesus Christ 2005, God Bless America. Um, and it's like this little British guy, Maddie Healy, singing it normally, but the way she was singing it felt very kind of like, I don't know, almost like worshipy. I don't know. It was very cool. Okay. I don't know. I that's could go on for a while about it. Wow. All right. Anyway. I Cut me off. Yeah, I think this episode may have to be a shorter one due to my lack of knowledge um, and my lack of um, words. It's It's been more of a listening adventure for me. Yeah. Um, but to sum it up, Lauren, I need you to give me three songs by 1975 I need to listen to to put me on the band. Okay. I'd say I'll, I'll give you something from each sector. So somebody else, that's a slower one, but mm-hmm. a lot of people know it. Um, oof. love it if we made it that one that's the one where it's riffing on Trump okay Um, and then hmm I'd say off of notes on a conditional form if you're too shy let me know Um, and then of course there's the popular one about you that's just a crowd favorite yes I know that one anyways um, <clears throat> well um, also, if you guys are looking for, like, a gateway into the 1975, but, like, don't know where to start, there's this series, um, where different artists sing their songs, and so Biba Doobie does a cover of Milk, which I think is better than the original, um, and Rina Sawayama, it's actually on Spotify, Rina's, and she does a cover of Love It If We Made It, that's definitely in her style, and it's 
so so cool to see so check wow. those out if you'd like that's awesome well lauren thank you so much <laughs> please come on uh, that. um i think we should do something a little different okay um you can say i love you or can we say dear 1975 we like you <laughs> because you yeah, know, yeah yeah i don't do we love them i know i don't i love the music the people i can't i can't know all right, I say we kind of like you. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. All right. Dear the 1975, 1975 we, we kind of like, like you. XOXO. Lauren. And Elise. <laughs>